2019, new report reveals Indigenous Australians are overrepresented in overdose deaths. Prime Minister Anthony Albanese to host a top-level meeting with his ministers in Western Australia amid renewed focus on mining and critical minerals. And fee-free TAFE enrolments far exceed expectations. released by Pennington Institute, six Australians lose their lives to drug overdose every four hours, with 75% of these deaths occurring unintentionally in 2021. The Australia Annual Overdose Report 2023 highlights that since 2001, Australia has seen more than 37,000 drug-induced deaths. According to this year's overdose report, Indigenous Australians are overrepresented in overdose deaths, with the rate of unintentional drug-induced deaths being drastically higher than for non-Indigenous Australians. In 2021, the rate of unintentional drug-induced deaths for Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people was 20 per 100,000 people, compared with 5.9 for non-Indigenous people. John Ryan, CEO of the Pennington Institute, emphasises the need of a comprehensive plan to prevent overdose in the country. You know, there's not enough uh, uh, healthcare services uh, and there's not enough uh, engagement with those communities about the risk. So they actually need very deliberate and special uh, care and attention because they're more vulnerable uh, than the rest of the population. And uh, we're not doing because we don't have a comprehensive plan to prevent overdose. We don't have a uh, emphasis on uh, Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander risk in relation to overdose. The Australia Annual Overdose Report 2023 is being released in time for International Overdose Awareness Day on 31st of August, which is the largest global campaign to end overdose. For more information on overdose prevention access. Go to overdoseday.com. Senator Lydia Thorpe has revealed she's the politician referred to in a recent threatening video. On Friday, the 25th of August, Australian Federal Police said a 30-year-old Melbourne man had allegedly made threats of violence toward an Australian senator and has since been charged with using a carriage service to menace, harass or cause offence. Ms Thorpe has come forward and identified herself as that politician. Her office says she is currently unable to make any further statement due to the ongoing physical impacts from a car accident she was involved in last month. Prime Minister Antonio Albanese is visiting Western Australia as he prepares to host a top-level meeting with his ministers. On his 15th visit to the state since taking office, Mr Albanese toured mining giant Rio Tinto's rail and port operations in the Pilbara. The Prime Minister's visit comes amid renewed focus on mining and critical minerals after a landmark report found the potential for lithium demand to increase eightfold by the 2060s. Australia's critical mineral exports are also forecast to double over the next five years. Mr Albanese says Australia needs to become more self-sufficient. We're a country that I want to see make more things here. I want to see us continue to export our resources, but wherever possible, value add, create jobs and advanced manufacturing here. There is no reason whatsoever 
uh, why Australia can't be making batteries given the resources uh, like lithium and copper and nickel and others which are here in Australia. Recovery crews are continuing the grim task of determining what caused an aircraft carrying 23 U.S. Marines to crash in a remote area off the Northern Territory coast. Three U.S. Marines were killed and another 20 were injured, including five taken to hospital in a serious condition when the aircraft crashed on Melville Island, 80 kilometers north of Darwin, on Sunday morning. NT Chief Minister Natasha Files says all resources have been deployed to secure the site. The site has been secured with Defence and Northern Territory Police on Melville Island and we also have the Australian Defence Force along with defence personnel from the US that were participating in the exercise have stood up a response. Additionally, I have kept the Prime Minister and the Deputy Prime Minister updated and I have also reached out to the United States Consul. We wanted to make sure they knew every resource in the Territory was focused on this tragic event. In a statement, the US Embassy in Australia says it is grateful to the Australian responders, adding that its deepest condolences go out to the families and friends of the victims. Military analyst and retired US Colonel Cedric Layton told Channel 9 about what may happen next, referring to a similar crash over Norspray in Norway last year. Normally what will happen in a case like this is they'll have an operational stand down. They will actually ground the fleet of aircraft. Uh, They will assess uh, what had happened. Uh, Part of that will, of course, be the accident investigation. The other part is going to be, uh, you know, what kinds of conditions were there? Was there a weather issue uh, like uh, was the case probably in Norway? A revamp of Australia's business register system has been ditched after an investigation found it would cost five times more than originally flagged. The Labour government has called it quits on the troubled program that intended to streamline the task of registering a business in Australia. A review into modernising the program started by the former coalition government found it would cost as much as $2.8 billion to complete. The expected initial cost was around $490 million. The investigation also found it would take nearly a decade to complete rather than four years. Assistant Treasurer Stephen Jones said the previous government government needs to take responsibility for the delays and overblown budget. Mr Jones said the previous government did not understand what they were doing. Free TEF enrolments have topped 213,000, soaring past the initial 180,000 target six months earlier than anticipated. The care sector is the biggest winner with more than 51,000 students who are about a quarter of all enrolments. Construction attracted almost 21,000 enrolments, technology and digital scored almost 17,000 and early childhood education and care almost 12,000 each. Women made up the majority of enrolments with more than 60% and more than a third are in regional areas. Prime Minister Antonio Albanese said on Nova Radio during his trip to Perth that the success of TEF shows the Indigenous Voice to Parliament referendum is not distracting his government from other policies. After this interview, I'll be heading out to a TAFE to talk about how the numbers of fee-free TAFE, which mm. were supposed to be 19,000, have been well exceeded. So we're skilling up uh, young people and retraining people for jobs here in the West. And so we're continuing to do all of those measures.
The Royal Commission into Defence and Veteran Suicide is holding a hearing in Melbourne. It focuses on leadership, accountability and military justice, as well as issues relating to the rehabilitation of veterans and the organisational culture of the Department of Veterans Affairs. The Commission was established in July 2021 to examine cultural, structural and systemic issues that are contributing to high rates of suicide and suicidal behaviour in the military community. Professor Ben Wadham of Flinders University told the Commission about a precise case where medication failed to improve the condition of a veteran. One of the problems about um, medication regimes is that sometimes they can be overloaded. Um, and in this case, um, Dave's regime wasn't, medication regime wasn't handled that well and it led to um, exacerbating his issues. That combined with some uh, personal life issues around uh, family and children um, led Dave to take his life. Victorian medicinal cannabis users will be put through a closed track trial to see when it's safe for them to get behind the wheel. The 18-month trial will look at the level of impairment that can be caused that can be caused by medicinal cannabis. Current road drug testing can only identify if THC is present in a person's system, but not whether it comes from medicinal or recreational cannabis. The trial will not change the fact that it's illegal to drive on Victorian roads while under the influence of THC. A government spokesperson says it will not take place on public roads to ensure there are no safety risks to participants or members of the public. And to sport in basketball, Australia has suffered a heartbreaking defeat to Germany with the Boomers squandering a great opportunity at the last second. The Australians have lost 85-82 to at the Okinawa Arena in their second game of the FIBA World Cup against the Germans. It was a huge missed opportunity for the Boomers as Germany suffered a major blow before Sunday's game with the inclusion of rising NBA star Franz Wagner who suffered an ankle injury late in Germany's win over Japan. NBA player Dennis Schroeder played in his absence, leading Germany with 30 points, 8 assists and 4 steals. It has been a tight contest until it had been a tight contest until the end, with Josh Giddy hitting a shot from long range to settle the game. And now having a look at the weather around the country this Monday afternoon, Broome, sunny 34, Perth, partly cloudy 23, Adelaide, similar conditions 21, Melbourne, partly cloudy 19, Hobart, partly cloudy as well and a top of 14, Albury, Wodonga, mostly cloudy 17 degrees, Canberra, shower 02, 18, Wollongong, possible shower developing 19, Sydney, partly cloudy 20, Newcastle, partly cloudy as well and 22, Brisbane, possible shower 25, Townsville, sunny day 27 Cairns possible shower 27 as well Alice Springs a sunny day ahead and 28 degrees Darwin sunny 34 and the Torres Strait Islands partly cloudy day ahead and a top of 29 degrees and that is NITV Radio News